Hello, welcome to the You're Wondering Now podcast with Will and Drell. We are both fresh out of university, too fresh actually, and as nobody in the music world wants to employ us, please, we are begging you, we did the only logical thing, start a podcast. How original. <laughs> Equipped only with faces for radio, we will be exploring a multitude of music across a stellar breadth of genres and decades on a semi-regular basis when we can be bothered. This is how it will work. Each week we'll, we'll agree on an artist, slash genre, slash album, etc. And we choose a few songs for each other to listen to. Then we meet and discuss our thoughts and feelings about them. Most of the time we will not be very familiar with what we are listening to. Apart from that, anything could happen and anything unfortunately will. And, and, and I'm here too. Yep. yep, we promise to give you at least... 60% each week. I think 60% is a good percentage. I can't promise any more than that, can you? <laughs> For those of you who may already be familiar with us, we are attempting to move our University Quest radio show to the podcast format. Ooh. You're, you're probably wondering now One. how we got this name. It just so happens that the specials were also wondering now back in the late 70s. Love you, Terry Hall. Stay tuned if you like mediocrity, hypocrisy, and the occasional controversial opinion. You're wondering now Two. or who our inaugural podcast will be about. Yes, you've guessed it. You about. You read, did you read the title? Well, you probably did have to read the title before you press play. It's half of Simon and Garfunkel, the man who built the bridge over that troubled water, <laughs> the man who kindly let you call him Al. It's Paul Simon. To avoid getting into trouble, we won't be playing any of the songs. I'm not sure the people who own his music would be happy with that, but we all know that Paul no longer does. <laughs> but, but before we get into the man who let me know 50 ways to leave my lover, I must say this. I hope you noticed our amazing artwork. Did you notice it? Oh, sorry, it's quite, it's quite amazing. It it's is quite very amazing. amazing. And that was created by the absolutely amazing Rosie Taylor, Please go and check her stuff out, especially her little business, Feed Me Lollipops, on Instagram. That's at Feed Me Lollipops. So thank you, Rosie. We are super grateful uh, all, all for your help and your talent. Also, also, you will definitely have heard our theme music. And if you didn't, I don't know what's happened there. You've missed You've missed, <laughs> you've missed the start. Yeah. Uh, and that was created especially for us, especially for uh, me and you. By Love an you. extremely astute guitarist and my very good friend, Mr. Ellis McCormack, who you should all check out. He's a very talented guitarist and musician. So thank you, thank you to you both. Please. Yep. So without further ado, I think we should kick off with some absolutely essential facts to know about Paul Simon. Uh, and I think the most essential fact to know about Paul Simon is that he has two first names. I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm out. Can you trust a man with two first names? I, I, I'm not sure I can. Can you? I don't know. I mean, I'd like to trust him. Do you have any trustworthy facts about a man with two first names? He was married to Carrie Fisher for a year. Really? That was it. Yeah. What, just what for year? a year. What, just one 1983. Year. Oh, that was that probably was a good year for him. I think uh, he had an album maybe come out around then that wasn't very well liked before Graceland so probably not the best year would Graceland have existed without Elvis Presley 
Oh, no. Well, it would be called something else, though. It would be called, like, Neverland or something instead. The, the White House. <laughs> what other famous houses are there? I mean... Um, uh, if in the Taj Mahal? <laughs> the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Ooh, that would have been so much worse. If it was yeah, called... but... <laughs> I don't know why. Did, did Star Wars come out in 1983? 1977. I don't, look, I, don't, I don't know. Carrie Fisher was probably in that. No, I... she was in it. She's Leia. Uh, who, she's later. Why was she late? <laughs> Do you know nothing about Star Wars? No. What happened in... What, why, was, why was there a war? Uh, Wait, Paul uh, Simon started a war in the Star Wars. No, it was Carrie Fisher. Start, well, or maybe Carrie they were, Fisher started a war with Paul Simon. They were fighting Simon. over Paul Simon. Do you think she? I would you choose? I'd choose Garfunkel out of Simon and Garfunkel though, as well. Paul, who's Paul Garfunkel? <laughs> what if they were both called Paul? And then what? what? I don't even. I don't even know what that means. Simon Simon. <laughs> <laughs> he was called Simon Simon. <laughs> Simon says. He'd have no. There'd be no career if he was called Simon Simon. I don't know. I think there'd be more of a career like so good he was named twice. Simon Simon Squared. Or maybe Double after... Simon. <laughs> Double Simon. <laughs> that sounds like a cool album name actually. Double, Double si- Simon. Yeah. Although, you know, you can call him Al though. He has explicitly told us that you can call him Al. If you don't like his two names, just call and him I, a, th- yeah, a secret yeah. third name. And you know, I know he's told a lot of people that you can call him Al, but I feel like Graceland, you know, 1986, he allowed us to call him Al. Mm. Before that, you weren't allowed to. <laughs> you know, 535 million people are allowed to call him Al because that's how many people have listened to that oh, song yeah. on Spotify. So he's probably made about 10 quid from all those streams. A nice, yeah, a nice £15.30. And he doesn't even have that 15 quid anymore. Because <laughs> he cashed out. Literally, I'm going to let our, our listeners, all three of you, into a little secret. We, we recorded this podcast yonks ago, and literally the day after we recorded it, he announced that he sold his, his catalogue. He cashed out on his Acker for 12 quid instead of 15. <laughs> I think he knew that we were recording about him. Yeah, and he just he wanted us to miss the scoop. Yeah, Al, Al naming privileges revoked. Very spiteful behaviour. I think he was sick of people calling him Al. Uh, you you would get sick of Al. Well, Al's all right. Is it? It's better than Miss. It's better than Mrs. Robinson. What about Betty? Where does Betty fit in in all this? Uh, Bet uh, Betty's that bit on the side. Like, don't yeah. tell Mrs. Robinson about. Don't Betty. tell Mrs. Robinson that we've been meeting up, <laughs> calling each other pseudonyms. Oh uh, yeah, don't, don't <laughs> get involved with that. It's that's a tough. That's a touchy subject, actually. I'd like to see a little a, a little confrontation between Mrs. Robinson and Betty. Well, Mrs. Robinson was back in 1968, and yeah. Betty was Betty 1986. I can't do math, so that's a couple years. That's a number in between. But about three years. Uh, hey. Whoa. <laughs> You're wondering now. Three. <laughs> why I just did that, and I'm also wondering now. You just I mean, impressive. Mrs. Robinson got number one in in Canada. Really? And you're probably wondering now. 
<laughs> where it finished in the UK singles charts, aren't you? Can I guess? Yeah, go on. Four. It's almost as if you researched this. <laughs> <laughs> so I win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you win. You win the chance to tell me who recorded a cover version in 1969. Oh God, I don't know that. <laughs> can I? Can I guess? Go on. Uh, oh God. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't guess. You're wondering now, aren't you? You are wondering now who it is. Five. Would you like to know? Yeah, tell me. Who? Frank Sinatra. Wow. Okay. I would not have guessed that at all. Well, you, uh, the Lemonheads did a really popular version in 1992. I think yeah. I quite like that version. Better than the Frank Sinatra version? Uh, it barely holds a candle to the wind to the very original, though. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean it got number one on the Australian alternative chart. Brilliant. That's did like I... going platinum. It's like the same. Yeah, and... Paul Simon probably profited off that. Once, but not anymore. No. Uh, yeah. You know, again, though, I think at this point, Mrs. Robinson wasn't in the fold for him. <laughs> she out of the rotation by now. I, she's I, quite I, old. She's getting on a bit. Yeah, but, you know, rock star. He probably mm. doesn't want anything. Oh, I actually says here, Paul Simon greatly disliked the cover, but Garfunkel was more favourable. <laughs> <laughs> what a speed. What a oh, Paul Simon, what an absolute uh, not very nice person. <laughs> no, no. I think Garfunkel's faking it. Personally. <laughs> I mean, you're wondering now why Garfunkel decided to be more favourable towards, and I think just to spite Paul. Yeah, they must have had some sort of you know back and forth about whether they liked the cover or not. And he just went out. He went out publicly to say he liked it, even though it's probably not great. Maybe they had an argument over where they keep their cu- cupcakes in the pan. Mm. Paul Simon's definitely a pantry man, but I think Garfunkel, he doesn't keep his cupcakes in a pantry. He leaves them out. And that in itself is enough to break up a successful songwriting partnership from the yeah. 60s. Well, more for you, Art. You, you, you were the least popular one of the two. Clearly, everyone agrees to put it in the pantry. I mean, I presume Art is short for Arthur. It could be short for Artful. He could be the Artful Dodger. I don't... <laughs> It's definitely Arthur. <laughs> is it? Or is it just Art? Arthur... Could be, I wish it, it was says, Artful Garfunkel. It actually says here his full name is Arthur I.R.A. Garfunkel. Oh, my God. So oh. <laughs> it does. It says Arthur I.R.A. Funkel. Of course. So, you know, I don't know what he he's been... eyes to the Republican <laughs> army in Ireland, then. Doesn't like orange. So, after, so, so now we know what happened to... Art IRA Garfunkel after that kind of disbanded. He went and... <laughs> For his allegiances to Irish republicanism. Yeah, and you can't help but respect that. I respect that. Paul Simon would never lend his name <laughs> to <laughs> any... <laughs> He's just a guy from New Jersey. I don't see what, what would he have to do with it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, exactly. And all, all he wants... Yeah. Maybe he was a secret agent and he says, you can call me Al. And that's just. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, he was. A, he, it was espionage. Yeah. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Betty was like. Betty. Uh, money some penny. sort of Irish collaborator Irish, with England. Irish, or something. Irish money penny. Oh, my God. This is 
all making sense in a very weird, you know, made up way. It also says here um, that their idols, mother, um, <laughs> were the Everly brothers, whom they imitated in their use of close two part vocal harmony. Uh, okay, that's fantastic news. What can we do with that information? Uh, not much, really, Remark, because. Nod. You know, I'm sorry, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel and Simon Simon. I much prefer the Everly Brothers. Wow, really? Sorry, I said it. That's a hot take. That's a very I'm hot a, take. I'm a hot guy. <laughs> well, well, you know, hot guys have hot takes. That's how it works. Hot take Tuesday on a Monday. I don't agree with you about that. Really? You don't agree that I agree that the Everly Brothers are better, or you don't? I think agree you're lying. <laughs> Surely, surely they're not dream, better. Dream, dream, that is I, much I better. I could that. No, you could dream to it. You could dream about it, mate. I could, oh, God. I mean, commercially, I think the Garfunkel and the Simon dude are more yeah. successful. Well, they are. Yeah. They really present are. Did they ever? Did the Everly Brothers ever do like a, a film thing? You know. Probably. Ah, that's you know. No, just because just because you can doesn't mean to say you should. Well, that's true. That's true. But it means I respect them less. And that's really? what matters. No. <laughs> Which Everly brother do you prefer? Which Everly brother? Oh. Don or Phil? Oh. Can I? Can you? Can you let me? confer with myself on this one yeah no talk it through with yourself yeah okay well <sighs> he's made it feel everly made an album called phil's diner yeah so i'm you, gonna pick him i <laughs> mean you've put me in in a in a sticky situation here my apologies <laughs> i mean you gotta decide everly brothers were good my phone's going off. Uber. That's, uh, on. That's on ringing you up. I'm g- <laughs> That's si- Paul Simon go, you chatting shit about me. <laughs> Codename Al. Uh, I- I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Ooh, ooh. Don. I'm going to say Don. Oh, wow. That was, a late, that was a late change there. Isaac Donald Everly. Wow. Phil, Ever- oh, they're both dead, so they're not going to be offended by my opinion. No, that's true. I don't think about the Everly estate. Uh, well, that's a big house, isn't it? Has anyone continued the legacy? Did they have like a kid, like uh, Phil Junior, Don Junior? Don Junior, that's a cool name. I'm a Don, <laughs> Don Junior. Might be the least cool name ever. Upon Phil Everly's passing, Aha stated on their official website, I'll do my crying in the rain. Well, that's a bit pathetic, isn't it? Big, big tip to people here. If you want to cry, don't do it in the Don't mask your tears in the rain. Cry. Also, if it's summer, then why? Why are you doing that? Well, in this country, it's not going to make a difference, is it? Because it's true. pissing it down. That's a good point. 
A big branch has fallen, but together or apart, the Everly Brothers have contributed to music that continues to inspire and fascinate new generations of music lovers all over the world. Well, that's lovely and very that's, PR. That's sweet. That is, yeah, that's a very like well-crafted statement to make there. Back to Paul Simon. Which of his two first yeah. names is your favourite? Oh, it's easy, easy Paul. Easy Paul. Really? Yeah, I think Simon's a bit too, you know... Simony. I think the yeah, it is Simony, but that's what I like about it. I think it's more memorable. When you think for me, if someone says Paul Simon, I think maybe because Simon's the last of the two first names that I hear. It's the yeah. second of the first names. And some some syllables going on as well. Yeah. I get that. One syllable. I've got a one syllable first name if you shorten it. Yeah. Do you just you usually stick to Will? Do people call you William? Uh that, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> I don't want to confuse people with extra syllables. No, that's fair. Can't be calling you William then. No, you're what you, you're wondering now why people call me Will and not. Uh. <laughs> well, that would be that would be a step above to call you that. <laughs> How many syllables in that? Posted by Darrell and. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what you looking at my good for a Ricky? <laughs> Phil we need to get Collins. Some kids involved in this. Uh, R.I.P. Phil Collins. Um, is he dead? Oh yeah, he died before Leahy. What? Yeah. That I didn't know that. That's and this is Trailer Park Boys. Phil Collins. Uh, sorry, Richard Collins is yeah. his name. He died in 2013 of oh a heart God, attack. I did not know that. A heart attack. I guess he was like you know not necessarily in the best shape. No, no. But then again, look at Randy, Mr. Leahy, orange <laughs> burgers. That's true. I, I, I struggle to even think he's like a large. He's not like. It's just his gut. It's really only his gut. It's like a J Rock calls Leahy and Randy Starsky and Glut. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should review some Trailer Park Boys music at some point. Yeah, I think. Do, 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 do. Uh, it's just Rush. We, but, oh, right. We'll do Rush. I will do Rush. Yeah. You know, you're wondering now when we're going to do a Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Ricky. At some point. At some point. Six tunes from, what, one, two, three or four albums. Yeah. Uh, we've got Boy in the, the Boy in the Bubble from Graceland. We've got Leaves That Are Green from Sounds of Silence. Mm. Silence doesn't make a sense. It was on the Paul Simon songbook, but I prefer this version. We've got Graceland mm. from Graceland, mm. not to be confused with Elvis Presley's Graceland. The only boy live, uh, the only living boy in New York. Yeah. From Bridge Over Troubled Water. Think too much, and in brackets, A. a not B, by, which actually comes before yeah, on the album. For some by Hearts and, from Hearts and Bones. It's a bit demonic. And then <laughs> we could not do a Paul Simon episode without including a very famous song. Uh, which one is that? Which C- one? Can you have a guess? Uh, famous. Uh, Bridge Over the Troubled Water. No. Um, it's on Graceland. It's on Graceland. Uh, oh, Homeless. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Uh, yeah. You can call me Al. I'm not going to. You can though. Yeah, but thanks, but feel I feel free. Think I will. You can't call me Al. 
I, 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 I'll allow that. You, what about Betty? You can call me Betty sometime. In fact, yeah, you can okay. call me Betty. All right, for today. Yeah, just for today. You can be Betty and I'll be Al. Right, All right. For this episode. All right. We've already got different names. <laughs> episode two. I can do that. So then, Al. Yes, Betty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're quite the fan of Paul Simon. <laughs> yeah. You're quite the fan of Paul Simon. I'm a big fan, but it's only happened in the last two months, maybe. When we decided that we were doing a Paul Simon episode. Yeah, I went I... on a road trip, and there was a lot of Paul Simon, and I sort of... He just... was on the road trip? He was with oh, us in the car. that was really northern for me, though. <laughs> road trip. <laughs> you were on the road trip. car trip. at Sorry. That is like Graceland's like a little... Bit of a Freudian Little sleep. Manchester town. You went to Graceland? Uh, we went to Cambridge. In the ghetto. It's not about you. It's not about that guy. Did you see? Oh, did you see the Elvis movie? Yep. What do you think? I've not seen it. I did. I, I'm not a fan of Baz Luhrmann. Okay. That's so he, he went a bit. Uh, mm. Tom Hanks won a Razzie. Is that what they're called? A Razzie. What for? Like the worst. For being crap as really? Tom Parker but I thought it made me I left where he goes like he's what? <laughs> that's funny he, he left me annoyed like I left the cinema annoyed with Tom Hanks not because mm. because of how well I thought he played the character which is a good thing yeah imagine hating Tom Hanks it's hard to do you might be the most likeable man that's not Paul Simon yeah and I bet he does not let people call him Al Probably not. Just Tom, thanks. Yeah. Tom, thanks. <laughs> Tom, oh, no way. Hello, I'm Tom, thanks. No way. <laughs> Tom, thanks. Unbelievable. That was an accident. That was an accident. I promise. I promise. Uh, but it's not about Elvis. No. So carry on with your... Yeah, I was in the road. I was, we were doing... Like, we were just camping in Cambridge. And, like, it just... We were in a car with the top down. Your top was off in the car. My top was off. It was hot. Oh. It was like 35 degrees. And it was just Graceland, like, a lot. And I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing of all time. And it is Graceland still the outside album, of cars. just the single? Did you just listen no, to No, the album. We did the album. Not just, I was going to say, it was. I, I did not expect... Ooh. Graceland is my favourite song. I, I did not expect you... Really? On the album, yeah. Oh. I did not expect you to suggest Paul Simon. I thought, I thought kind of all that came Really? Out. Yeah. Why? Uh, Do I not give Paul Simon vibes? I don't think anyone gives off Paul Simon vibes. It's like, mm. you know, he's a very accomplished artist. Yes. However, is he ever in the conversation without Garfunkel? I think that probably annoys him because they hate each other. I think he should be. I think he should be. I mean, we all know and love Mrs. Robinson. She's a beautiful lady. She's so nice. <laughs> She's great. She baked cakes. <laughs> 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 it's obviously the, the sweetest thing you could possibly do. She's beautiful. She and that's is. why they wrote the song about her, because... Is that know, why? Yeah, I mean... Just a collective fondness for their uh, cake-baking yeah, well, lady. If they weren't going to do it, the birds were going to do it, or Crosby, Stills and Nash, and they thought, we'll yeah. get in before. You know, and what, what a tribute. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Mm. She must be a really nice woman. She's great. Honestly. Um, you know... Is a little bit creepy though. We, we'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. So Simon Garfunkel have files on people. Maybe they're just, you know, like CIA. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. <clears throat> right. 
That's a bit patronising to Mrs. A little bit. A little bit. But maybe she Mrs. doesn't have Rob- the faculty. Mrs. Robinson can look after herself, I think. Yeah, no true. Look around you, all you see are sympathetic eyes. God, she like quadriplegic. Well, I think she's just oblivious. She's just... Stroll around the grounds until you feel at home. Mm. That sounds like she's got no idea what's happening. Stroll upstairs. around the grounds. Um, my favourite line in this whole song is, Whoa! 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 Yeah. <laughs> hide, hide it in a hiding place where no one ever goes. That's what hiding place is. Yeah. You just explained it. But you wanted to spell it out, though. Put it, uh, put it in your pantry with your cupcakes. That's funny. <laughs> I'd put cupcakes in the fridge. Really? No, you can't put them in the fridge. You don't want to get like cold. Cupcake. You like a cold cake. Cold, like buttercream mm. when it's too uh, warm. Oh, that's true. It's a bit sickly. No, that's true. It becomes a bit curdy. Oh, this is where it turns a bit sinister. It's uh. a little secret, just the Robinsons' affair. Most of all, you've got to hide it from the kids. Mm. <laughs> Is this like oh, Lars is giving me the Oi <laughs> Knocking out of time <laughs> Who's singing Mrs. Robinson <laughs> in there? I'll sue you mate <laughs> Is this why you think he's weird though? Because some of his lyrics do get a bit I, I think uh, Why has he mentioned Joe DiMaggio? I mean, Joe, no, Joe DiMaggio Who was Joe DiMaggio again? Our nation like, okay. turns its lonely eyes to you she Wasn't the, he a baseball player or something? I think so She's got the weight of the world on her shoulders This Mrs. Robinson Yeah What's he got to do Poor Joe woman. Oh, He is a baseball player yeah, I thought so Nicknamed Jolton Joe The Yankee Clipper And Joe D Yankee Clipper sounds like Yankee a serial Clipper. killer I know Like the, uh, the DC sniper <laughs> like, it's, Yeah I mean Paul Simon Clearly did the heavy work. I mean, he wrote it. Well, yeah. It but if you look at it, his lyrics are just, what? I mean, I'm still not going to allow... You can call me Betty, but you can't call me Al. Look at the lyrics for this. Uh-huh. I mean, everyone knows it. It's an iconic little kind of... You do that once more, mate, and you'll get a lawsuit. You'll be <laughs> You get the idea. <laughs> A man walks down, I'll do it in the chair. Man walks down the street, he says, Why am I so soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. So I need a photo opportunity. I want a shout at redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon. That doesn't make sense. Cartoon I don't want graveyard. to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. It sounds amazing. He I- explained it. He explained it in a documentary, which was like, oh, I forgot what it was called. I lo- it was that, that line yeah, always right. sticks out to me when I listen to this Why? song. Because it's it's... It's so non-essential, but it, it, for some reason it sounds really deep. Don't want to be a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. The English student in me could analyse to death. Oh, yeah. He's a cartoon, he's not real. He's What's a cartoon? What's a graveyard? Well, that's up for discussion, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But True. unfortunately this podcast doesn't discuss what graveyards we don't do, are. We don't do graveyard talks. No, 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 no. no. Uh, bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight, far away in my well-lit door, Mr. Beer Belly, Beer Belly. Get these mutts away. This is like a different line from every song put into one song. He was literally just, as he explained it, he literally just like started doing word association. That yeah. was, that is it. If, <laughs> if you be my bodyguard, I can be your long lost pal. I can call you Betty. And Betty, when you call me, you can call me Al. You can call me Al. And I think another really interesting thing for anyone out there who is musically inclined is yep. the drum pattern to this song. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into like 
the technical you terms. You can be technical if you wish. I don't want to. Just alienate a good portion I, of everyone. <laughs> alienate all three people. <laughs> the drum pattern is actually really... It's not complex, but you keep it up through the whole uh, song. Mm. And it's... It's... It, <sighs> How can I describe this? Without without being... With words. I'll use words. Yeah. Um, it's a 3-4 kind of thing. Okay. Which means, you know, all like tempo and so stuff. We're into but picture, I know, it's exactly. I, I tried to avoid it. <laughs> but you have to. But you're kind of playing constantly throughout the whole thing. It's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That, that's basically that song, really. Employ me for any future songs that you want. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a 3 4. Mm. No, that's, that's you could identify a 3 4. Oh, look, I'm a drummer. I can count to four and repeat. That's all I can do. It's hard. I think it's mm. difficult. I mean, you think even Graceland is a little bit non central? It's got. That has a funny drum like pattern, doesn't it? I think. Maybe he just likes being funny. Yeah. But you know, even like cool but bridge over you, should, you shouldn't do that. You really shouldn't do <laughs> he that. Keep the drop thing. Uh, I've got you know, a friend that just drops easily. He's got really cool album names like Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yes. That's quite cool. That's profound. Yeah. Graceland. Graceland is I think that's a great title, to be fair. Elvis Presley. And I didn't house. even know what it was. Like it sounded like something. Is it actually after the house or is it Yeah, I think so. Sounds of Silence, that's a bit edgy. I bet that's edgy before it was edgy though. It wasn't. It used to not be edgy. It used to be like profound, to like, because I think you know isolation is like a powerful concept. But then people are just like, yeah, I hear the sounds of silence. Like it's like really edgy and lame now. It's like I'm all on my own and it's so cool how much of a loner I am. Yeah, and he was like, just like a sad guy. He was like 21 like, years old. You know. It is amazing that he's the same age as us now. Not he's eighty one now. He's not the same age as us now. But he was once. He was our age once, and, and he was making that. And what are we? What are we doing? I can't even. We're speak. doing this. <laughs> he's singing about Mrs. Robinson's we were, lovely cupcakes. We were and... both at the pub <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, for a long time. That's what we do. Uh, what else is there to do? Um, you know, were we talking about think too much with that kind of funk kind of vibe to it? I love that. I love that. Song. That is a real cool kind of. That tempo is like, it's like it's infectious, and danceable, immediately. You know, and it's about perfect Carrie Fisher. Music, perfect, <laughs> perfect music journalist term. That it's infectious. It is infectious and danceable, high tempo. <laughs> it's it, guaranteed to raise the roof. But it's about yeah, it's about Carrie Fisher, kind of. Ah, God rest her Star Warsy soul. But they were. Uh, they were a thing for a year. They got married. He bagged her. He Eight, bagged Harry Fisher for a bit. 83 to 84. He remarks on that time period, though, that this album flopped, uh, Hearts and Bones. It flopped a bit, I think, for his standards. And then he was like, oh, I should just do Graceland and maybe I should rethink my marriage. <laughs> but it was like with Carrie Fisher, though. I think, you know, a lot of his stuff is very, very, like you said before, it just feels like he's just opened a book and found as many words as he can and put them in a row. He just knows how to, where to put them, you know? You but if I do, do that, I look crazy. I mean, what, what's, what is separating you from Paul Simon, really? Uh, I think about it. He, he's friendly with Mrs. Robinson. 
Do you you don't know you don't know her very I, well? I I I know her a little bit, but I I'm not quite go around for a cupcake, <laughs> check her files, kind of. <laughs> I'm not on that kind of term with her. Well, it's because you leave yours in the fridge, and she's not really. I know she. <laughs> she doesn't really support that sort of behaviour. No, uh, I mean fair enough. I don't know. I don't know. I feel. I think she's right. I think she's right. I can't just. I mean, and if you're gonna put it in the fridge. Do you think Stevie Wonder puts his cupcakes in the fridge or his pantry? Or do you think he knows which is which? She knows which is which. You'll find out, blind or not, what a fridge is, I think. You think you'll know. What if you miss? You miss the fridge. Someone will tell him. Someone will tell him where to put the where to put cupcake. I miss my fridge. Yeah? It's lovely. What's your fridge like? My fridge is one of those double. Double door. Oh, oh yeah. that's cool. Okay, it's not, that's it's cool. not quite a walk-in fridge. Well, not like a restaurant. It's double doors, though. It's double doors, and it's got a freezer at the bottom. Has it got, like, an ice tray? Out. Yeah, it's got an ice tray. You oh can get God. fresh water from it. You are made of money. <laughs> well, that fridge is... And mm. the fridge has always got a full belly. Yeah? Are you the fridge? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's a nice fridge. It's, it's probably not as good... Mm. You know, it's not worthy of a Mrs. Robinson cupcake, though. Okay. I think that that's as accurate as it's going to get. Imagine if they wrote a song about A's to you, Wells, Wells, bro. <laughs> no one loves you, and you know. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> hey, Lars, that's an original subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you not knock that, don't yeah. you? You don't know what you're talking Maybe about. Maybe it's uh, Jack White. Wanting to ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just ring his doorbell. Do oh, right. He's always thinking about I don't want to see Jack White. Don't want to see Jack White. I accidentally saw him. Why? He opening his third man records. Why do you Carnaby. keep accidentally seeing I accidentally see people don't I don't want. See. I've never accidentally found a million quid or yeah. like accidentally ran into Billy Joe Armstrong. Would that be your... Would you... You'd most want to bump into. Him. I'd like to bump into Paul McCartney. I think I'd knock him over if I bumped into him. Oh yeah, he's a bit like. He's a bit frail. He's eighty. He still sort of looks a bit youthful. Yeah, Jarvis Cocker strikes me as the man that bumps into you. You don't bump into him. And yeah. He bumps into you in a weird. He look. You know. You ever watch Black Books? No. Oh, fuck. What's the, what? What is Sorry. the point? Honestly. Sorry. You just have to. You're gonna have to leave that behind. Sorry. Well. Sorry. I'm going to leave that behind, actually, because yeah. I'm disappointed. You've got, <laughs> got homework. I'll go back to think too much for a second. But it's like, he, he says the elephant dance. I don't know what that is. No, I don't think he knows what it is. The elephant dance was in there. Maybe I think too much. The yeah. mezzanine, St. Augustine, you know, when he was 12 going on 13. I mean, sort of stuff. Maybe he thinks too much. To be fair, Graceland is a very well put together song. Yes. It's qu- it's quaint in a good way. Yeah. It's delicate, and it's dare I say it, it's kind of John Denver esque. It's that journey. I agree. It's yeah. I'm gonna use an annoying word, but it's like kinetic. <laughs> it's very like yeah. There's there is an odyssey happening. In the song, it's yeah, really good. Really, uh, really good. and I, I think it would be a bit much to say it makes me feel like I'm there. It's a song, mm. but, but I think maybe if you're going to say it for anything, it'd be that one. Yeah, a hundred percent. And not a lot of artists have the ability to do that. Like, no. He's kind of telling a story here. Yeah. Do you like Do you like songs where like, like the, songs, the yes. chorus keeps changing? 
Kai Lewis? Uh, it kind of depends. Yeah, it does depend. Because, it does depend. Because I like to be able to sing its <clears throat> songs badly. Yeah. However, if it's a journey song, mm. I think Credence do that. Credence Clear Water Revival. Big fan of Mr. Fogarty. I've never listened to them in my life. Oh, we're doing a we're doing a CCR. CCR. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. I agree. I mean, Leaves That Are Green from Sounds of Silence. Yeah. Um released in nineteen sixty six. That's nearly sixty years up, jeez. Bloody hell. Um that's a Simon and Garfunkel song. Yeah. I don't know how much Garfunkel... Art was about. He was there. Supporting Paul as he wrote the song and then sung it. Yeah, he was, he was I about. mean, a lot of duos always say that one can't do it without the other. It just doesn't work. Ant doesn't work without Deck. Um, well, he kind of did, though. No, Deck worked without Deck Ant. did. And that was C5, That's why I said that Ant doesn't work without Oh, Deck. yeah, but it's very specifically yeah. one of them is saying um, that. Because it's only true for one of them. Humans don't work well without oxygen. Yeah. Lars doesn't work well without a lawsuit. Without a lawsuit or a drum kit that he can mess up playing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's like enemy number one of this Yeah, it's a shame because I really like Metallica. Please, yeah. please don't hate me, Lars. We I, could do a Metallica episode. Oh, we should. I don't know much about them apart from uh, well, Enter that, Sandman. That's the whole point of this podcast, my friend. I didn't know half these songs before. It's a discovery. I know. Yeah. Which of these did you like the most, actually? Uh, I'm going to not put in You Can Call Me Al in this because... It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's just, that's a legacy song. I, I, I think too much in general. Yeah. But I, I also think my favourite song <laughs> was Think Too Much R. Think too much it's got a nice R. little bracket with A in it. Yeah. Uh, that That's... is from Hearts and Bones. It's actually such a banger. 83, 1983. It's just, it's got a really funk soul vibe to it and I think he kind of tapped into that yeah. kind of mood a lot. I actually would not expect him to make a song like that either. No. Um, not just because he's like a bit of a folky dude. And also, usually. how can you go from a song on the same album, by the way, how can you go from like Boy in the Bubble, Graceland, and then You Can Call Me Al? Yeah. That's a proper curveball. A lot going on. It's I like, mean, there's other songs on that album. That's like Green Day, really. Like, uh, <laughs> there's a couple. It'd be a small album if <laughs> There are a few. It's like Green Day putting Good Riddance, Time Your Life at the End of Nimrod. That just Nimrod. comes out of nowhere. Yeah, you are. What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's an album. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good album. Is it? Uh, it's called Nimrod. Yeah. I just get the I get the impression it's like not good. Sorry. Because it's called that. Paul Simon literally named an album after a house, someone's house. Yeah, just would you name a song after your gaff or something? No. That'd be cool. What Crouch End? <laughs> Crouch End is a that's a that's a good album title actually. Crouch End. So if I, Graceland then. Um, the North London Delta was shining like a national guitar. <laughs> I'm following the bus down down the street through the cradle of Crouch End. Yeah. I'm going to Crouch End. I'm going Crouch to Crouch End. End. Uh, <laughs> Haringey. Highbury in Islington, I'm going to Crouch End. <laughs> to be fair, poor boys and pilgrims of families, and we're going to Crouch End. <laughs> oh I don't think I could say what the substitute what would it be like, I don't know, poor boys and road men or something? She comes poor back. boys and road men with balloons. Should we get Mrs. Robinson involved? Yeah, why not? Why she... not? We didn't listen to she... Mrs. Robinson. No, that we was didn't. A part that of the was kind of... Mrs. Robinson kind of 
strikes me as if she could be a food brand. You have Aunt Bessie. <laughs> yeah, like a, a Mrs. Robinson's the finest frozen potatoes from <laughs> Mrs. Robinson or something. Yeah, hey, no wonder she's got rosy red cheeks. She does everything. I actually I'm think Bessie. Mrs. Robinson she's would rushed be right. off her feet. Yeah, well, do you think she came first? Mrs. Maybe that's her name, Mrs. Betty. Bessie Robinson. Betty. Oh, maybe it's a. a f- oh, maybe that's Betty. You know. So where does Al come into all of where this? Is, Who's Al? I don't really know. What are the origins of Al? Alan. Do you think he knows someone called Alan? I don't actually know anyone called Alan. Not one person? I do actually. I know one I used to. You used to? I used to. That sounds a bit sinister. Once. He went to school with me and then like he yelled at me for being a Spurs fan. Yeah. Which I As knew. he should. A lot of people would just do. And then, yeah. But he wasn't, he was He was very like, he was a side character kind of person, you know. That Al. And he's called Alan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's I mean, like, he was like 12. He's called Alan. It's just not a very like a young shame. person's name, is it? Do you want to know something interesting about Mrs. Robinson, Go the on. single? Yes. Um, it was written for a film called The Graduate. Oh, The Graduate. <laughs> Famous. Oh, that one came out. You know what the gra- everyone knows what The Graduate is. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Came out in 1967. That film, however, so the single was only released in 1968. Yeah, with like the al- they did the album. But, but why? Because so, uh, money, probably. Probably money. How could Mrs. Robinson have been slept on for a whole year? <laughs> you think that they were missing her? They were like, the whole year that people Did were... Did you wake her up? People were waiting for but You Mrs. can Robinson come out now, out. Mrs. Robinson. She's just exhausted. Um, All the cupcakes. <laughs> She's got diabetes. Um, <laughs> it is gold certified in Denmark, Germany, Italy, and the United States. <laughs> Although in the UK it's platinum. Why Denmark first? Why is that? Because that's just the least important country where it's certified gold. I don't think any of these countries are important other than the UK. Because <laughs> the UK, they're from there. You don't have to go. The US, maybe. But it's, it's platinum here. Oh, and another one. It's a shame about Ray. That's a great song, but the Lemonheads did it, so I'm, I'm talking up bollocks. I think it's they're... a good sign when like a, an album goes platinum here. When they're not from here, like, because it's usually quite good. Yeah, and interestingly, in the US. interestingly, gold or platinum and gold, like, the, the, I don't know what defines what because it's sold over a million units in the United States and yeah. it's only certified as gold. UK, it's sold 600,000 units and it's certified as platinum. Right. I guess because there's less of us, you know. Why do you think it's relative? Yeah, it has to be. Surely, don't call, I think me, how quickly don't is, call me Shirley. <laughs> think how quickly a song would go platinum in Liechtenstein. Like thirty people. three people listen to <laughs> yeah. it. Number one. Yeah. What do you think? Have you heard the Lemonheads version of Mrs. Robinson? I have not. Really? Mm. I don't like lemons. No, that's not true. It's a lie. I haven't heard it though. Is it you, good? You, it's it's completely different to the original. It's like okay. a punky, grungy vibe. Oh. Rap, what, in the middle of the 60s? Da, 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 da. So, like, if Idols did it. Mother! <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, it's like it's like if Pearl Jam did it, actually. Oh, okay. Well, no. That'd probably be quite good, actually. I quite like Pearl Jam. Yeah? Very good live, Pearl Jam, I would recommend. Have you seen them on purpose? I, I, I have seen them on purpose. Oh, yeah. Who have I not seen on purpose? 
There'll yeah. be a lot of artists you haven't seen on purpose. Yeah, a band that I did see on purpose the other week, mm. Rancid. Yeah. No, they did not live up to their name. They were absolutely incredible. What did Rancid do? Rancid, Rancid were kind of like at the start. They came from Operation Ivy, which were a really famous, well, within the community, a punk band. Yeah. Punky, scary kind of cool vibe. There's a bit of a crossover in punk anyway. Scar and cool. Yeah. And mm. basically, Rancid came from that with Tim Armstrong. Um, uh, they they actually, so yep, they actually asked Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day to join, and he co-wrote one of their biggest hits, Radio. Radio. Um, and they were kind of at the start of that punk movement in the 90s. They were like just... You know, I, I don't want to say that they were the, the fathers of that 90s punk movement. Sounds like you do want to say that. I, I, I want to, but it's infactual to right. say that because they were they still kind of kept it punk, whereas Green Day have gone huge and like, you know, global arenas and, and stuff. And watered it down. Sadly. But I shall not hear a bad word against Green Day. Apart from you. their last album being like one of the worst I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but that was a big uh, F you to their label, yeah. apparently. Well, and you'd, you'd their have to career. <laughs> It was shit. <laughs> I wouldn't be too mean. Even Lars couldn't get a drum track on that. <laughs> I thought so I would be mean. This week, I'm pretty sure Stevie is wondering. Uh huh. What's he wondering? What's he wondering do now? Do you put cake in the fridge mm. or the pantry? I just feel like it's. It's what, what are you putting I in think the fridge? St- I think Stevie wonders a fridge, man. Although I also think mm. that cake doesn't last that long in his house. Why, because he's eating it? Yeah, well, if you were Stevie Wonder, you'd eat all the cake in the world, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Uh, you're one of the most, most talented men in the world, and yeah. you just just so happen to be blind. I don't know how that's got anything to do with eating with cake, cake, but if I was a talented songwriter, I'd eat I'd eat your logic. There's a strong correlation between blindness and cake and, and being just talented. General, general like, versatility. I think he's a fridge man. I think he keeps it in the fridge. I think what he does, he puts it on the counter, leaves it on the counter. Does it cool a bit? Not to cool. I just think when he gets the cake, puts it on the counter, puts it in like a little case, you know, standard cake, whatever. Leaves the cake or the cupcakes, whatever, for a bit. And then he only puts it in the fridge when you can't get away with leaving the cake out. If it's a hot day, it's going to melt or go sweaty. That's true. But I feel like it has to be that reason. Do you really not keep cake in the fridge? At all? Not at all. Not never. But, like, I'd rather it was cold. I don't want to have... Oh, yeah, but you don't have to eat it cold. You can get it out and leave it. Just leave it, but I want the cake. Do you know what I mean? It's never, like, readily available. You never never get... The mix for me is cold icing, soft, warm middle. You can't get the two. If you put it in the fridge, you've got the cold icing and a cold interior, which is the cake. Yeah. If you leave it outside, the icing goes... And you've got a nice bit of cake. Hmm. What about... Cheesecake specifically. Uh has to be the no baked ones. I don't like a baked cheesecake. Oh. What? <laughs> what what? What's that? You don't like baked cheesecake? That's a lawsuit. Baked cheesecake. <laughs> They're so nice. Uh, I just Why are you baking cheesecake? Because it's cake still, technically. No, it's not. It's like floopy mess. Floopy mess. Yeah, but that's what cake it's is. It's like eating a pillow. Have you never wanted to just eat like fluff? Pill- Pillows. Bit of, no. Plus, I just, it just doesn't sit right with me. don't like the way it wobbles. I can't trust it. Anything that moves 
I think sure. I get you to, to some extent, but it depends on what it is. Like like a pavlova. I won't eat Who's that. Who's that? Pavlova. I know, yeah. He's like a Serbian tennis player, Pavlova, isn't it? He <laughs> just, yeah. I don't like the, the wobbly dessert very much. Eating mess. I know uh, Pavlova's a bit messy, though, isn't it? It's very messy, yeah. Eating mess in the name. Yeah, but Plus, do you like the novelty of, like, I, I, of it being I, a mess? No. I'm not really up for it. I'm not a big meringue fan either. Okay, I disagree with you, though. How can you disagree that I don't like meringue? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't believe you. Well, <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm going to pull a diabetic card here. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. not eat meringue because I'm diabetic. I'm diabetic because I eat meringue. Is that what, <laughs> no. is that what kicked it off? <laughs> no, I... Other, just cake. Cake's nice. Yeah. But do you have this... So you just have, what, bland Oh, cake. you can do a lot with a no-baked cheesecake. Lemon tart, beautiful. Mm. Lemon tart with some. So you like lemon, but you don't like meringue. Yeah, I don't like. Oh, to be fair, I'll have a lemon meringue pie. That's very nice. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's kind of it's like fluffy. Yeah. Meringue. It's not kind of like that. Love kind a good of pie. A hard as, hard as shit kind of stuff. Lars? <laughs> <laughs> Let me in. I'm going <laughs> He's hungry. We've <laughs> <laughs> spent a lot of time on dessert, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's Paul Simon. Do you reckon Paul Simon likes dessert? Oh, yeah. Paul Simon is probably his favourite, like, meal. I think... I think so. He's the type of weird man to just write, I'm going to write some song, and sit down with, like, a whole cake, and just... He's the type of man that buys a birthday cake for himself when it isn't even his birthday. He wakes <laughs> up and thinks... Man walks down the street, he thinks, I want a birthday cake. <laughs> I'd like a birthday cake. In my beer belly, beer belly. Oh, no. <coughs> cake belly. Cake belly. I don't know. I, d- I think I think he would like. Has beer belly dessert. been used in a prominent song as a lyric? Since other then. than that, it's a bit of a trap. You don't. No. Even... No. I think beer belly is a very popular word to use amongst families. Yeah, you know? and people with beer belly. Most people's know. dads have a beer belly. It comes up, you know. But in a song, no. It's very bold to, it's, it's, to, it's, to say beer belly. It's insane. It's twice. You know. <laughs> Beer, beer belly, beer belly. Is, beer belly, beer belly. I mean, In case we didn't get it the first time. Fair enough. We were reminded. Mr. Beer belly as well. I wonder what Mr. Robinson was like. <laughs> do you think he was a nice, do you think he was as nice or do you think it was a bit of a dark side? Mm, well. Let me the lyrics, want to check your files, make sure you're all right. Yeah, I don't know. I think he might have been. A bit of a dodgy man. I he mean, put his cupcakes in the fridge. <laughs> can't, well. I don't want to libel anyone and speculate here, but mm. he doesn't get a mention in the song. He doesn't. Maybe it wasn't about. Oh, you think that... Well, Mrs. Robinson, that implies marriage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. True. Maybe they were amicably separated. Yes, yeah. Sleeping in separate beds sort of thing, you know, like the royal family. Maybe Art wanted to write a song about Mr. Robinson. Do you think Art was feeling like Big a sequel Mr. was needed? Yeah. <laughs> you never got round to it. No. He did quit music like a few times. Mrs. Robinson was originally titled Mrs. Roosevelt and had absolutely nothing to do with the plot of The Graduate. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what a movie. That is such a good movie. I've never seen it. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, you're serious, actually, now? Yeah. Okay. Are you really, though? All I know is that Dustin Hoffman's in it, and that's because I've just Googled it. Brilliant. <laughs> so good. Everyone watch The Graduate. It's a good movie. 
I mean, good. I'm about to be a graduate in a few weeks. Yeah, is that you're definitely? I, well, who knows? You don't see the grades. No, they're not. They've not flipping marked them. We got released. We got some provisional grades released. So it's not a competition. Yeah, well, obviously not. And you, you don't have what? yours. If <laughs> anyone in the A and R world, any A and R people out there, please hire us. I want a job in music. Yeah. I can't do anything else. You just actually, I'm not selling myself here. I can do lots of things. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good, good save. Yeah. I'll edit that out <laughs> so no one, no one heard you say like you can only do music and you're yeah. not versatile. Like I just want a job. You want a job? Love a job, Give please. Me a job. I would like I to be. Paid. I, I've literally started a podcast about music. That's how much I love it and jobs. Yeah, and we've created a job a big, for ourselves yeah. so that we could talk That's about music. initiative. Yeah, we've taken it upon ourselves. Mm. Although we were already doing it. Yeah, but this is more official. This is real. We're actually in charge of what happens this time. Are we? Once you say something live, you can't take it back. Uh, I think you should take it back, to be fair. Uh, I don't know. Is that true? Is that true? Heavy editing. Am I going to be visited by Simon and Art Garfunkel? That's, mm. that's two different people that I said it was Mr. Mr. Garfunkel. Mr. Beerbelly's going to knock me out. That's got to be some of the Excuse me. Have you got your cakes in the fridge? <laughs> Just want to check. He said scatterlings and orph- orphanages. What's a scatterling? Uh, is it a bird? I think, no. I don't know. I think, I don't know. A scatterling's probably like a, just a, 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 I don't know, like a kid who is estranged or something. It's probably something like that. I mean, a lot of, it was maybe. a lot of like imagery about South Africa's like poverty situation. South Africa, he likes that kind of thing. That's quite good. He, right. he kind of <laughs> where's that come from South Africa yeah no. were you there were no nope. where they played the weekend a lot <laughs> <laughs> I went there at the weekend you, have you you're, been you're wondering now oh <laughs> every Johannesburg it's like a ghost town I, you go out on Friday night uh, and you go back on Saturday morning apparently Johannesburg is, is a bit ropes yeah. so I've heard I mean maybe this maybe you can call me Al yeah is actually Mr Robinson because Man walks down the street, he says, why am I so short of attention? Got a short little span of attention. I meant ADHD, not paying attention to his missus. Paul Simon said that was a dick joke. Uh, well, he might be. And, whoa, my nights are so long. Where's my wife and family? Mm. Yeah, hanging out with art. What if I, <laughs> what if I die here? Depressed. Yeah. Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone? Gone. Mm. He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little fat bat fa- fat face bat <laughs> faced girl all along along there were incidents and allegations and there were hints and allegations that sounds really sinister yeah what does that mean I, I, I don't think I want to know I'm going to look it up so maybe what we've just done so there, I guess you're saying his idol did some shady stuff mother 20, <laughs> 20 years later yes we finally got a little bit of a sequel to Mrs. Robinson with mm. You Can Call Me Al. Yeah. Just a, some, some teasers. Is Al only ever short for Alan? Albert. Oh, okay. Alvin. Alison. Alistair. Alvis. Al- <laughs> Alvis Prasley. <laughs> I don't know. Alabaster. That's somewhere. I don't know. I just disproved that. Do you know what? I, I I watched a video of him performing You Can Call Me Albert live. Yeah. I think older people, when they perform, rely on their back band. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have... He never had the pipes like that. No, anyway. I, there are a lot of musicians that don't have a good voice that seem to have good music. Yeah. Like, just Axel Rose, talented. 
can't actually sing that well. He's just got a very distinct voice and yeah. can sc- or could scream. Could. But I guess you could only scream for so long, right? I'm like, a huge idiot. So what does he do now? He kind of just parodies himself now on stage. Yeah. But uh, does he um, move around a lot? I feel like when he you... shuffles him and Vince Neil Vince Ni- Vince Neil of Motley Crue uh-huh. flipping the, Vin- Mer- the Motley Crue Vin- Vince Neil deal he's absolutely <laughs> he's been eating Stevie Wonder's cakes <laughs> <laughs> see that's why I said you can't leave it out for too long Motley Crue actually played at Camden <coughs> Underworld last Friday under last and Monica yeah um, what was that I don't know they're sh- crap aren't they are they I what is I don't it? Really I, know. What, what's that? I only know the logo. I, I know Kickstart My Heart. Whoa. Yeah, Kickstart My Heart. Man. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're singing songs again. Sorry, sorry. I'm going to sue you, Lars. man. Lars, no, no, come on. No one likes Motley Crue anyway, doesn't matter. Well, I think you just pissed off a lot of Motley Crue. Not many fans. people like Motley Crue anyway. At, uh, at, at our age. Do you think Motley Crue put cupcakes in the fridge? They don't really eat cupcakes, really. They, I think they might eat ketamine. Oh, you think ketamine cupcake? No. Ketter cake. A cut. Cu- no, I can't even cut with anything. See, Paul Simon would be able to cut with something. Well, Paul Simon's like a walking dictionary, I reckon. When yeah. You ask him like, "What does evoke me?" Oh, that's an easy word, actually. What does bequeath mean? And he just go, "Oh, oh, hey, Will. Um, can you call me Al a second? I just like the idea that you you got to me. Like, <laughs> can you explain to me a very simple word? <laughs> Can you please tell me? I reckon if you asked him, I know he has been on record explaining this song, but yeah. you can't explain this song. Apart from when he does it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he just made that up. What? Like His what? explanation. It's like, yeah, you just did words. Really? Like, what? Well, but... Uh, yeah, okay. To, to, some, to uh, some of it. Most of it. Most of Graceland, I think, is just that. But... Do you think Elvis Presley put his cupcakes in the pantry or in the fridge? He gobbled them all up when they were too warm. Didn't he? he just scrang in the ghetto. Well, he was in, in, in the, the ghetto. ghetto. What's your favourite Elvis song, actually? But in, saying in that, Elvis, <laughs> Elvis Presley never ever wrote a song. However, the Colonel would not let him perform a song unless he got at least fifty percent songwriting credit the on Colonel. it. Well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on casual terms. Like the, like the K- Colonel Tom Park, like the KFC, KFC guy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? He missed KFC. He died before KFC. He'd, oh, he'd, have, he'd have loved a KFC. What a nightmare. He'd have loved it. And how far it's fallen mm. as well. But how awful is that, that for songwriters? Terrible. Yeah, for songwriters. <laughs> hate the soggy KFC chips. Yeah. 50% oh. of your song goes to Elvis Presley, who mm. could just about play an instrument. I mean, I think you were always on my mind. That's lyrically very That's nice. That's sweet, yeah. So. <laughs> you are. You are. He Constantly. Had, uh, he had stage presence. I thought you had stage four cancer or yeah, something. Yeah, no, he had stage presence. <laughs> yeah, he had That's hips, all that mattered. Snake hips. Yeah. Uh, he, I, he, I think women in the 60s were into sweaty... 50s. And the 50s, yeah. But especially like... Bit creepy though. He was though. a bit big and Lisa, sweaty and weird. Lisa, is that her name? Lisa Marie. No, Pris- Priscilla was 14 Priscilla when they met. Yeah. But... Well, that's all right, a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Weird thing in that Elvis film, it must be a sudden thing. His mum kept calling him Booby. Oh, hello, Booby. Booby. You okay, Booby? 
What does that mean? I don't, I don't want to know. Is his name actually else? Oh, your son. That's like England. You're right, tit. You're right, tit. <laughs> yeah. Booby. That's a weird nickname. Do you think Paul Simon yeah. would have been friends with Elvis Presley? No. Do you think anyone no. can be friends with Elvis? I think everyone pretended to be friends with you, Elvis Presley. Yeah. You You're the sort of person you go like, yeah, we talk all the time. But like... Elvis didn't talk to anyone. Elvis all the had time. sycophants. Paul Simon doesn't have sycophants because he's yeah. too weird. I think he's got the right the right combination of a fan base. Like it's just a bunch of other weird people like me. Who just <laughs> Yeah, you are quite weird, I've got to say. Bit odd. That's okay though. Like I mean he's got eight point eight million monthly listeners. Yeah. You can call me Alice at just over half a billion listeners. Half a billion. It should be more. Have I read that right? No, I've read that right, yeah. <laughs> Be more. Graceland's at 113 million. Yeah. 50 ways to leave your lover. God, this is all about Al and Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> you this just is... can't leave it alone. Maybe... I think that there is a tapestry, a rich tapestry of this uh, relationship. Of this beer belly, this beer belly. This relationship and separation here, and whether he got over the beer belly or not. The beer belly, you've got to say it twice. Do you think he, do you think he sort of worked out and got rid of his beer belly, beer belly? <laughs> uh, I think he got the mutts away from him. Yeah, and, uh, all those butts in that cartoon graveyard. Got and there were a few incidents and accidents along the way. <laughs> As he went to the nightclub in the ghost town, there were a few incidents and accidents along the way. You're wondering few. now, yeah. on his night out in the nightclub, when he walked through <laughs> the yeah. ghost town, yeah. there were a few incidents and accidents on the way to Graceland as well. Mm. Uh, were there any poor boys and pilgrims? Yeah, poor boys giving messages to Rudy. Yeah. Uh, and then me and me and Julio down by the schoolyard uh-huh. saw um, <laughs> saw our Garfunkel with Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> and they asked Mrs. Robinson, what do you do with your cake? Do you put them in the pantry? Mm. Or the fridge, and she said, What's a fridge? It's nineteen fifty. Yeah. She said I just do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just living in a life without meaning. It's just like, I don't even, I've lost count. I've lost count there. Bazinga. About Yo. ten. <laughs> That's about ten of those. And then they joined the Motley Crew. That's what happened. Vince McNeil. What, what are the songs of that? Whoa, yeah, kickstart my heart. No, not, not Motley Crew. Paul Simon. Oh, I don't know, I don't know. Look at the, we listened to six, didn't we? Well, you're wondering now how many... Uh, what else? Oh, The Only Living Boy in New York. That was the one. Do you, yeah. think, do you think Mrs. Robinson did too much too young? <laughs> I don't want to think too much about that. <laughs> well, you know she should do nothing? Oh, God. It's alright, our lips are sealed. <laughs> Can you hear them? They're talking about us. What Spreading is... lies. <laughs> well, that was a high... God, no one sings on a podcast. Fuck's sake. You're not allowed. No, not. Lars will be knocking. Do you like the sound of silence? In general, or like, like the, the song? It's inoffensive. I think so. I think it's one of their, like... I think that's... so easy. Paul Simon's music, for me, you might not like this, kind of sounds like... You ever go to church, and when they stop playing the music with an instrument, they just play a tape? Mm of the song and it's kind of like clearly copyright friendly music yeah. the way it's been produced and it, it feels like that it almost feels like kind of mildly karaoke music mm. okay um, and it's got the kind of duh, duh, 
dirt, that kind of rhythm, and it's yeah. almost like tidy up music in reception. I don't, I don't know. It just there's something a little bit. I know that music you can be serious or not, but there's just something a little bit not serious enough about his music really I, I, I just i get that vibe Do you know what i think that it, what compensates maybe for that and i kind of get what you mean i think what compensates for that is like the process is always a bit complicated uh, he's got a mad he's clearly a genius mm. yeah like a sort of kind of uh imma- like he's just a perfectionist like he's kind of neurotic about production and stuff and he's just like layer noise upon like instruments and stuff just to make sounds fuller and stuff I mean, and, you know it's I not think... that there's no rough edges but it i get what you mean though it does all sound a bit like somehow it sounds kind of not very serious yeah and but i don't think i think he intends for it to be a little bit serious mm. i mean it says here that he is a multi-instrumentalist yeah. He's most known for his work as a guitarist, mm-hmm. obviously. Mrs. Robinson taught him. He also <laughs> plays the bass, Yeah. obviously. Drums and keyboards. Yes, he's on keyboard as well. He, in 2006, he was named as one of the world's 100 most influential people by Time magazine. Influential people? Yeah. That is crazy. How yeah. can You Can Call Me Al translate to that? Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> But you know what I'm even more... You're wondering now what I'm even more of a fan of. What would that be? Your opinions on this. So this is going to be something called winter or summer. There we go. And I'm going to ask you, or give you, shall I say, five bands, artists, musicians, people that make noise with instruments and their voice, whatever. Yeah. And you're going to have to tell me or decide if you think they are winter or summer. Okay, and do I elaborate on this or? Uh, well, at your own volition. I'm not going to force you. We're all, all friends here. You can just give me a one-word yes or no, or all you right. can you can give me an essay. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have fun I, with that. Okay. I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have opinions on your opinion, by the way. All right, all right, sure. I'm ready. Okay, so, so number one, you're wondering now what number one's going to be, aren't you? I can and I can sense it. I can. I'm sense wondering now. Okay, so number one is Liverpudlian band, Echo and the Bunnymen. Ooh, okay. I haven't listened to much of their music before. Well, but that wasn't the question, how much music have you listened to? Well, this will, this, will, this will affect my answer, because I'm basically just going off of the vibe of their name. And I think that their name is giving me summer. I'm getting summer. That's, that's interesting, because... I think yeah. a winter band. Ooh, but bunnies, don't they, do they hibernate? 1984, Ocean Rain was released yeah. by them. And that has, you know, the killing moon on it. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that before. It also has My Kingdom, which is possibly my favourite Echo and the Bunnymen song. And I, for me... Whenever it's winter and it's cold, I put on my kingdom. Mm. I, I, I'd implore every single one of you, all three of you that are listening to this podcast. We should do a quick head count. I'm, I'm seeing two. I'm only seeing two at the moment. Well, I can't see colours at the moment. I'm like out of it. I, <laughs> I, I implore you to just listen to that album. Even if you only listen to the singles, 
uh, and My Kingdom Just Do It. Alright. Artist slash band slash musician slash music maker number two, yep. Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. I think this is more difficult. I think so too. Because there's, like a, there's an ambiguous sort of vibe going on with her. Because yeah, because there's something really fun about a kind of summary about her, but at the same time, obviously, with what we know, there's some also really quite dark undertony kind of thing about it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I go off memory a lot. I, I seem to remember her music being played a lot in the winter around, like just growing up or whatever, rather than yeah. summer. So I think, again, I'm going to have to say winter on this one. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm I'm leaning towards winter as well. Although, like, a lot of her a lot of her music does, I feel like, listening to it, there's a bit of a summery thing. But well, it, it's just her. It's mostly her. Yeah, it's got that scar undertone. She's a big fan of the specials and mm. the song You're Wondering Now. Mm, does that count? Yeah, oh, come on. How can it not count? You're Wondering Now, does that count or not? <laughs> um, th- there's a great video of her singing You're Wondering Now. Add yeah. that to the tally. And I think. Probably a great cover, probably. And Ghost Town with the specials at V wow. Festival in 2009 when the specials just, just reformed. Oh, not the bloody V Festival. Uh, that. Uh, that was the first and last festival I've ever stayed over at. Really? Yep. 2000 and either 16 or 17, I saw. I saw a lot of people playing music there. Yeah, just a yeah. few. Yeah. Any of interest? Uh, well, it was the year that Cake by the Ocean came up by DNC, and it was they were playing there, and it was the only song they had. Yeah. So I think they played Cake by the Ocean about six times, and then <laughs> sorted off stage. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, well, cool. yeah, yeah. It's like when like Kanye West played that what they just did the People in Paris song. They just played that for like an hour straight because they were in Paris and then they left. I don't know who Kanye West is. No? No. Don't worry about it. Just some guy. Uh, uh, okay. Band number three. You're wondering now, aren't you? You I'm are. Wondering. I'm sat here wondering right now. Okay. It, who's this it band is for artist on Music Man? Inimitable R.E.M. Yes. I'm gonna say summer. Some, that I'm, I, summer. I don't even think I want to elaborate on that. No, I've been playing them all summer, and it's summer. That's just the answer. I think what makes them even more unique is that, other than like losing my religion, the really poppy, charty crap that they came out with, nobody covers REM. And I think that's because you just can't sound anything can't. like them. They've got that really. I don't even know how they do it. I don't know. Because it seems it's not even like that unobtainable. It doesn't feel that way sometimes. And it's yeah. not all just Michael Stipe sounding really unique either. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Uh, what's his name? Thingy Mills? Mike Mills? Uh, Scott Mills. <laughs> oh, not Scott Mills. <laughs> Sorry, Scott Mills, if you're listening, which you're probably <laughs> What's your gripe with Scott Mills? Uh, oh. Just, I really get annoyed by successful people. Yeah, successful people on the radio annoy me a lot, like Chris Moyles. Uh, oh no, but he's not successful. Sure. He's he's successfully annoying. Oh my god, that, you know this is another podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> number four, band number four, band number four. Who's it gonna be? 
Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh. And see, this uh, is I th- I made this more for you than me because I only really listened to the one Smashing Pumpkins song, and that's uh one thousand nine hundred seventy nine. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, Summer. I guess. Probably. Really. See, yeah, I even though the lyrics are a bit deep. But, yeah, but I think the the vibes all it's still summery. Well, know. based off my one song that I listened to, I'm gonna have to say winter. It's very, there's something kind of mysterious about it. I think that's fair. If it's if it's based on that, and that's fair. And also, I forgot his name, but the guy, that bald prick, he's a bit he's a bit oh, of a. Oh, you don't need to use the word bald. <laughs> well, sorry, the the slightly. The follicle inclined, you know, the, the, the follically challenged man. Yeah. He's not the best. Billy Corgan. World. He's a bit. No, of, of he kind of. He looks like an American Irvine Welsh. Hmm. I think that, that does that mean winter? Choose the smashing pumpkins. I think yeah. But Maybe I did. Winter now. Wow, he's one point nine meters. That's tall. What's the old? Do you think he's what? ever actually smashed a pumpkin? Or is Surely that... that's where it comes from. Or is he saying that these pumpkins are just really good? Oh, they're smashing pumpkins. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh... One, the one Halloween changed the course of his life. <laughs> these pumpkins are smashing. These are bloody brilliant. <laughs> okay, and number five. This is an artist that I saw recently, actually. Don't judge me when I tell you this. Uh, number five in our inaugural kind of feature, winter or summer, is Ollie Murs. Wow, Oliver Murs. Yep. I, I'm going to go rogue here and say autumn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know what, though? I'd say, like, spring. I think they play him just after a really miserable winter. Yeah, like, and, and that makes you, in February. Yeah, you've just had a miserable winter and you want your spring to be even worse. That's and heart skips a beat comes on. Uh, like... You know what? He's a troublemaker, isn't he? He's really? a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Ollie Mers is a perfect outdoor. He'd be like a perfect, maybe not headline Hyde Park. I don't know. He's probably big enough to headline Hyde Park annoyingly. Right now, <laughs> I think he is, yeah. He sold out the O2 Arena. Which <laughs> is outrageous. It is, it's outrageous that someone booked him there. Yeah, and then he sold it out. Did he bring out the Rizzle Kicks as a surprise guest? No, he did bring out Professor Green for a verse. Wow, okay. He was a verse. And the song wasn't even released. He was like, we could never release this because the record label didn't want to. Uh, Professor Green bad. came out, said a few words yeah. that probably meant to be rapped and then left. Then he professes knowledge. No, he greened it. Oh, uh, he just... He's... <laughs> why did you see Ollie Murs? Uh, really been... I'm wondering now, why are you, Why have you been seeing Ollie Murs? Nine. Uh, I'll leave it at this. I didn't buy the ticket. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's fine. I thought yeah. that's fine, though. Is that acceptable? Yeah, you could see anyone if you didn't buy it. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. Exactly. That's a quite a broad scope there. We've hit every pretty much every season just then. Yeah. Well, next week I'll try to be less inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to our very first ever podcast. We thank all four of you profusely. Thank you I guys. think that 
you know, I think that might have even have been 65% effort. Yeah, do you think you bumped it up a little? I got Top excited two. by that winter-summer yeah. bit there. We, you know, I think we really... I think we overexerted ourselves, really. Let's calm it. Let's let's cool it for next week. Yeah. Well, please stay tuned for more better content, hopefully, as we find our feet, because no. I've lost my feet. Right. Uh, we it do have to mention, though, we do have to mention our mate Joe Thompson, who yeah. very kindly donates his talents and not only edits this show, but also co-produces it. Exactly. Uh, there would literally be no show without him. Uh, and you're wondering now... That's 16. Uh, will I be able to beat that tally next week? No. <coughs> You're wondering now, will the next show be any better? Because so are we. That's no. <laughs>